Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, what are you up to? It's late tonight. I know. I, I apologize for that. Had to had to appease the family. We did a, a little bit of um, a trivia night. We do every Wednesday night. We try to do trivia night at the local pizza pub. Nice. And um, I get to show off that I know obscure pieces of shit of knowledge. Nice. That make no difference in the world, but apparently I know the information and, and I look really smart. Give me an example of one of the of the questions. Uh, let's see. Tonight, um, well, it, it, there's three uh, three sections. It's general knowledge. And then tonight, the the there was a famous album covers, and then it was just music. And the you get half point for the artist, to half point for um, the song. And tonight was classic rock. And so, um, you know, they they threw in some things that were kind of standard. You know, um, some Bruce Springsteen, Born in the USA, and, and as an album cover. Um, in the music part was typical stuff like um uh Ozzy Osbourne and, and Crazy Train. Okay. Uh, but that but since I I still keep up, up to date, you know, they had the the Gorillas, uh you know, Feel Good Incorporated was sure. in there. Which and, I uh, I don't I was, understand that whole concept of like it's not a real band, it's commer- yeah. it's a cartoon. Yeah. It's, it's it's sort of too much high art for me to comprehend. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But I was a big Damon Albarn Blur fan, so I, I I followed them. I was aware of them, and then my wife just looks at me like, "Did you hear? Did you hear something? <laughs> uh, did, something? Did you hear some like audio interference? It was I don't know what the that was. Uh, l- let me uh, let me just tweak something here on my end. You you go on and you you keep talking about the the music trivia there. Okay, well it's nothing wonderful. It was just the fact that I, I ad suck. Yeah, yeah. It's time for ad suck. Josh complains about commercials. It's a podcast within a podcast. Uh, I, and uh, we have done a, a previous episode on ad suck about Peroni's disease. And Lance, I That's saw right. a commercial that I knew we had to feature here yeah. on this. So I, I sent this to you uh, earlier yesterday or today. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you, Lance, there are times that I feel, and, and I don't want to box this ad suck, Josh complains about commercials, podcast within a podcast. I don't want to box this into specifically medicine commercials because that's kind of what it's been so far. We're okay. going to open it up to, to stuff beyond that as, as time goes on. We just happen to have another drug commercial today and we have a drug Mm-hmm. For a disease that I had no idea existed. <laughs> so I, as we did last time for the Peroni's uh-huh. disease commercial, we just sort of put in the audio for the commercial. Uh huh. I think we're going to do that again. Yes. Because I don't know any other way to talk about this, and you guys know what we're talking about unless you've heard it. So let's let's cut to that. Let's cut to the okay. audio. Um, this is a commercial for a drug called Nudexta, which I think is funny because it has nude in the title, which is, <laughs> makes 13-year-old Josh really happy. And he had me at nude. Yeah. Um, and then we can talk about it after okay. the spot. All right, so let's go, let's go hear the Nudexta commercial. That's me. Then, out of nowhere, crying. Third time that day. I wasn't even sad. First the stroke, now this. So we asked my doctor. He told us about Pseudobulbar Affect, or PBA. It's frequent, uncontrollable crying or laughing that doesn't match how you feel. It can happen with certain neurologic conditions like stroke, dementia, or MS. He prescribed New Dexta, the only FDA-approved treatment for PBA. Tell your doctor about medicines you take. Some can't be taken with New Dexta. Nudexta is not for people with certain heart conditions. Serious side effects may occur. Life-threatening allergic reactions to quinidine can happen. Tell your doctor right away if you have bleeding or bruising. 
Stop Nudexta if muscle twitching, confusion, fever, or shivering occurs with antidepressants. Side effects may include diarrhea, dizziness, cough, vomiting, weakness, or ankle swelling. Nudexta made a difference by reducing my PBA episodes. Ask about Nudexta and go to nudexta.com. Okay, Lance, have you ever heard of <laughs> pseudo-bulbar affect? I, I, I'll have to admit, no. Okay. This has to be made up, right? I, well, yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, I didn't... And back in the day, didn't we just call it Tourette's? I, I, Tourette's, <laughs> I think, was more of like cursing, right? Okay. This is uncontrollable weeping or laughing at... At inopportune times. And you really kind of need to see the video of it because the commercial opens on like a birthday party. Uh-huh. And 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 there this guy has to be an actor. The the guy, the guy playing grandpa, because this cannot be this cannot be somebody who really has this because it's the fakest cry I've ever seen in my life. I've seen better cries at middle school productions of Romeo and Juliet, right? <laughs> right this right. is literally the worst actor of all time doing this. And he's they're like blowing out the candles on his grandson's birthday cake and he's weeping uncontrollably. This can't yeah. be real. Does anybody have this? Well, I have yet to see it in the operatory. However, tomorrow's what, Thursday? So, okay. You might have it tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think but we, we, thank God we have a drug for it. We've all had the issues where like we've had something in our mind and we just kind of started laughing or whatever. Uh-huh. But this seems completely different. This seems like uh, it's uncontrollable crying or laughing. Isn't in, that postpartum depression? Don't chicks get this after kids? I I don't know. I I <laughs> I don't have kids and I'm not a woman, so I, I feel very okay. ill qualified to answer that question. All I know I'm thank God my wife's not in the room as I say this because she would just yeah. kick my ass. Yeah. So it, the second one of the second parts of the commercial is like cuts to this the same grandpa. He's like at work, mm-hmm. yeah. and they're in some kind of conference room. It's like three people. One person is standing up at a whiteboard, and they have the word volunteer assignment written on the board. That's the time to cry, brother, when they're giving out volunteer assignments. You uh-huh. want to appear clinically insane at that point so that they don't give you a volunteer assignment. And he's not crying then. And then it cuts to like a restaurant. And he's reading a menu. Everything's good. But at the birthday party, he's weeping, you know, like a, like a nine-year-old. Um, uh-huh. and, and then it, cut, it goes to the end of the commercial. And, and guess what drugs are did you see what the, the what the medications are what the active ingredients are of this i didn't no it's kind of crazy it's two drugs that i have taken i've i well one of these i definitely have taken before the other one i have, i've heard of yes no not quite <laughs> dextro dextromethorphan it's it's a okay. hard word to say but it's like for cough like that's what's in robitussin dm yeah yeah that's one of the active ingredients the other is quinidine sulfate, which is like, quinidine's been around for like a thousand years. Right. These are, it's it's as if there was a garage sale on drugs and they just made it up. Like, like quinidine yeah. is for like antiarrhythmia, but it's been around for like a bazillion years. It's like one of the oldest drugs that's like was ever available. Like quinidine has been around for ages and ages and ages. And it's like somebody needed a patent. So let's combine these two. Like cough medicine and something for the heart. Like whatever, like this'll do it. This sounds great. A a junior high kid trying to figure out what, what can I get high on? If I combine these two, the stuff like that I found in my parents' medicine cabinet. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, turns out it's great for pseudo-bulbar affect, whatever that is. And by the way, my hemorrhoids cleared up. It's, this is insanity. And then to name it Nudexta. New, new right, right. Oh, my God. So I I would love to hear from any of, of our listeners. Have you ever had a patient that's had pseudo-bulbar affect where they start crying 
uh, uncontrollable laughing or crying in situations that are not appropriate for that. And I was thinking, you know, like we've all had the situations where we've been thinking about something or whatever and we kind of start laughing and like mm-hmm. people say, like, oh, like, w- what are you laughing at? You're like, yeah, you know, it's an inside joke. You understand. I actually had that the right. other day in the operatory. Oh, um, and God, this is going to sound so horrible, but I thought this would be like a really funny SNL sketch. <laughs> okay. So I was working on an African-American patient, very sweet lady. And mm-hmm. it was, I was doing a bunch of fillings. So it was just like a bunch of my, like an hour and a half of mindless time. And at some point I started thinking about a funny SNL sketch would be, um, white people that, uh, start to co-opt the phrase Wakanda forever. Um, and so like, I just imagine like dismissing this patient. He's an African-American patient like, Hey, all right. Uh, you know, we'll see you back next time for the left side. Uh, I hope you have a good day. Wakanda forever. And just like leave, like, like as a Uh form of goodbye that you would say Uh like, just like only African-American people. Right. Make sure you use your arms and make a big cross. Yeah. Right. Just to show that like, you're cool. (laughs) And I could just like the, the joke would just be the expression on the faces of the, of the various African-Americans you would run across as Uh you said that over and over to them and so i kind of started chuckling as i was thinking about that and but it wasn't uncontrollable laughter so that's sort of the difference between my wakanda forever sketch in my mind that i was playing out and pseudo bar affect uh, it's more more than one occasion where i have laughed when i shouldn't have you know like funerals and you know uh i'm usually inappropriate and so i'm not foreign to bad timing right but you can However, control it. But be able to control it, well, sort of. So, I, I, this is just is this this just seems made up to me. The drugs don't even seem real. Like th- those are drugs for other things that, like Lance said, are were thrown together out of a parent's medicine cabinet. Yeah, it's like Pop Rocks and Pepsi. Let's see what if that fucks right. you up. So, someone, please <laughs> prove to me that pseudo bulbar affect is real, and that anybody has ever heard of it or known anybody that has pseudo bulbar affect. Because I'm fairly certain that this is all just like some big performance art piece by like. I don't know. I would, for some reason, Jim Gaffigan pops into my head because I just saw an ad for <laughs> Dead Spice Runner World where he's playing. Okay. But oh, cool. That, no, the, like, it seems like a Louis C.K. kind of bit or something like that. Like, he just made up this thing. <laughs> right. um, so, anyway, uh, I, I just don't know about pseudo Bulbar affect actually being real. Yeah. Anyway, so that was uh, Ad Suck, um, a podcast within a podcast. Um, about uh, commercials that I hate. So uh, anyway, well, there uh, you go. back to our normal show, back to regularly scheduled programming. Um, Lance, this is an advice show. It is. We answer sometimes. our listeners' questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit! We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, listeners, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, Dewey Lance. No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best? Man, I'm totally out of. <laughs> what's, the, what's the best paper points? Because we all know that Henry Schein house brand paper points are the best paper points ever. We want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. I think we have two questions today that Gordon couldn't answer. I think one he probably could, but we'll, we'll get into that. All right. So our first question is from listener Andrew. And uh, Andrew asks, hey, guys, longtime Redditor, first time emailer. I have a question that might be good. I am currently living in Michigan. I'm very sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> as my wife is a third year OMFS resident. I did a GPR and I've been in private practice for the last two years. I'm sort of at a crossroads in my career path where I could either go deep into corporate dentistry, find a good mentor, which is oddly hard, uh, or pursue a path in prosthodontics. I applied mainly because I want to learn implants and mess up a lot of full mouth cases in an academic environment, but I'm not (laughs) a huge fan of lab work. Is pros a bad idea in 2018? I think the specialty has gotten more into digital dentistry and implants recently, or should I spend my time taking CE and waiting till my wife finds a job so I can retire? I do have student loans, NYU, yikes, 
I appreciate your input, and let me know if you have any friends who are prosthodontists. Literally every assistant I've ever worked with has told me I'm not boring enough to be a prosthodontist. Best, <laughs> uh, Tyler. Although, I don't... Okay, I don't remember if it's Tyler or Andrew. I think it's Tyler. It's either Tyler, way. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lance, I can I definitely identify with having a significant other who out-earns you. Right. My uh, my significant other, Andrea, out earns me fairly like she whips my ass pretty much every month. OK. And I'm totally cool with that. Hell yeah. I am beyond cool with that. Lance, I am so progressive. And I I totally am, I'm I'm a feminist, Lance. I really am. I mean, I, I think that's that's okay. what it comes down to. I support female. um uh, what's the right word? What word am I looking for? Ambition? Yeah, all of that. Female success. Yeah. Like, out-earn sure. me all the time. Please. Hell yeah. For the love of God, out-earn me. I love it. Yes. Um, so that's awesome. And so, Tyler, you're in for a big treat, my friend. Uh, loans or not? NYU loans or not? No, no. My brother went to NYU, and I, I, I see his debt load. I'm like, <laughs> fuck me. Is it bad? Uh, it's like four times mine. Well, <clears throat> of course well, I'm older. Yeah, what was the difference in years? Seven. Okay. Seven I mean, years, I think, could account for uh, what? What do you think his debt would have been if he would have gone to Oregon? Hundred fifty. And what is it at NYU? Four hundred fifty. Okay. Yeah. Ish. Clint went to NYU. He did. Wow, that's super cool. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he had it. I mean, this is for culture shock. Went from uh, NYU, Manhattan, and his wife got into med school. He went to uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Like but even still, like yeah. OMFS, like, I don't want to generalize and characterize, but OMFS do really good. Like They really do. They, oh, yeah. I mean, they work their asses off. Don't get, I'm not saying that, like, oh, they're popping out a couple of periodontally involved teeth and, and, and making 80 grand a month for it. Like, right. no, no, no. They work their ass off. But, like, there are plenty of opportunities for OMFS to do really well. And it, it yeah. and a ton of different types of practices. If you just do thirds all day on teens, there's that. There's the orthognathic stuff. There's the oral path stuff. There's the... Um, uh, you know, head and neck cancer sort of stuff. There's trauma. Like, there's just all kinds of places that you can go when you're OMFS, and all of it seems to to typically reimburse pretty well. Yeah. So, Tyler, I, th- I think you're going to be good. He'll be fine. So, the big question is, is, is he a big enough of a pain in the ass to be a prosthodontist? That's that, really that what is, he's asking, right? It, it comes down to that, right. Yeah. So... Prosthodontists are generally, and I think they would pretty much agree, prosthodontists can kind of be pains in the asses, right? At least academically. You know, in... In in dental school, right? In dental school, the (laughs) pros guys are the bad guys. Pretty much. Yeah, they they ride your ass and and, and make it more difficult than it needs to be, sure. Is that how it was at Oregon? Oh, my God. Well, the entire faculty, no matter what department, was pretty much a pain in the ass, yeah. Okay, so it was a little different in San Antonio. It was pretty much specifically pros guys that were pain in the ass. And okay. everyone else was okay. kind of cool. Really? Wow. Yeah, I mean, not, I mean, not, not, it didn't fall perfectly like that, but for the okay. most part. All right. But I, you we know, had, I, we had varying levels of asshole. Perio was the biggest asshole. Really? So, Perio oh guys God, I, at our school were great. Oh, God. If I could hire a hitman, that, that, wow, that's know, cool. He'd be dead. That's oh, yeah. interesting. I, I had no idea. I kind of just all figured Perio guys were like cool dudes. You'd think that, I mean, because there's such put, but okay. <laughs> I hope Brian Mealy's not listening to this. That that was not from me, by the way, Paradise of the World. State. That specifically came from Lance. State specific, Lance. Do you understand? Like the Godfather, Michael Cohen is a periodontist in Washington State. Like I, I cannot stand by as as you besmirch the name of, of periodontist in, in the state of Washington. Right, I, I said state it was Oregon. He was down in Oregon. Portland oh, you're specific. talking about Oregon. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, I, the, I don't the think guys around here. I love them. I don't think Michael Cohen has any links to Oregon, so I think yeah, I think we're good there. Thank God. Okay, okay. All right. Um, a private practice prosthodontist, though. I don't think they're nearly as big of pains in the asses as academic prosthodontists. I mean, I know a few of them. Probably not. And yeah. they generally aren't like huge pains in the ass. Like kind of a little bit, but not like fact, not like faculty. 
Right. Well, I mean, but as a, pro, uh, a specialty, isn't that kind of going away? I, it just I, seems like the super GP is coming bigger, becoming bigger and bigger. Yeah. That the process is kind of less but relevant. As the super GP, like, totally boosts it. Yeah. Someone's got to fix it. Right. Then that's the process to fix it. So he says he specifically doesn't like lab work. Yeah, that's going to be deal. hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, we're definitely in a digital world, I, but the problem is, is like, where is your residency in that world? Because I, I can, yeah. I bet there are residencies that are super digital and ones that aren't like aren't digital at all. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, probably a lot of your lab work is going to be reduced by digital stuff, or some of it could be. But I bet they still make you do a bunch of useless shit in process residency, right? Well, absolutely. You figured that they want you to know how it has been done, and so right. they make you do it, which is so, so stupid. It's such a stupid, like. Yeah. So I, I tried to think about like what would well, be the. Did worst you do a gold foil in school? No, no. Like okay. they completely moved on from that. Oh, they they good luck told to you. they spent fifteen minutes telling us about gold foil, like what it was. Okay. But we the, actually I mean, had to do them. It okay. was stupid. So stu- I mean, it's it's so like what I just don't understand how that helps you. I, I tried to think of like what the worthless waste of time lab work things would be that they probably going to mm-hmm. make you do in process residency. To me, the first would be flasking a denture. Sure. Which is we are five years away from only dinosaurs flasking dentures, right? Yeah. They're yeah. either going to be milled or printed. Yeah. And it's all going to be digital designed. I, I just bought ExoCAD um, from oh. uh, ExoCademy and, and joined ExoCademy. And so I started, I haven't gotten the, the dongle yet, which is, I love it. I, 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 I just I, want excuses to say dongle all the time. You should have at least three dongles on you at all times. Yeah. So, and I do because I have the new MacBook Pro uh, when I lecture mm. that has to have dongles freaking everywhere. It's to put a flash drive or to, to put a jump drive in, I have to have a dongle. It's, Anyway, now I'm getting now I'm frustrated by the word dongle and it's been ruined. Um, but like I'm flipping through the X Academy videos uh-huh. and a lot of them are, you know, milling denture bases, you know, the, and then and then uh, wax rims and stuff like that. And, and that's all here. Right. And, and I just uh-huh. saw our, our friend Brad Keener from Arkansas did some uh-huh. printed uh, record bases that he had teeth set into, um, you know, individually that's here we don't need to flask dentures anymore right i if you want to do a chemistry lesson on pmma great but to make a dentist flask a denture because that's like what has been done forever i mean what what was the metal or what was the um rubbery substance that they used to make dentures out of like in the turn of the century i I even forget it vulcanite vulcanite yeah it's, then why not make them do Vulcanite too? Because that's what they used to do it out. Like that's such a stupid. Well, that's what we used to do. That's such a stupid yeah. educational tactic. Full mouth wax ups is another one. Yeah, no one needs to full mouth wax up without a freaking mouse anymore. Like right. The way that's going to be done is with a mouse. It's not going to be done sitting at a pot of hot inlay wax. On a stone model, that that day is done. I'm not saying there's not a place for that here or there, but to sit and do a big full mouth wax up without exocad or three shape is stupid. It's pretty much, yeah. Casting RPDs, I guarantee you they're going to make them cast an RPD framework. Oh, uh, sure. Just so stupid. It's so stupid. That's I mean, can you count the times? Can you tell me any situation in which? having a skill of casting a framework would have helped you in practice. Like, damn, I could have fixed this one problem if only I knew how to cast this framework. Uh, yeah, you got me there. Never. It's stupid. Yeah. The other one is stacking or casting bars, like any you know, any kind of bar, uh-huh. hater bar, you know, uh, implant bar, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're milling those. And then the last one would be stacking porcelain. I guarantee you they're going to make them stack porcelain. Yeah, I can see where, but that has a little bit more slightly practical application. Everything's gonna be milled or pressed. Yeah, but even our our really talented lab guys are they're they're still layering their their porcelain. Are you gonna do that in practice? Fuck no. So that's <laughs> like hire. why? <laughs> why? 
Why not let them do instead of like wasting time doing that? Do more cases. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, I'm hard pressed. I mean, you and I are both addicted to CE. We got so many damn hours of CE. I, I would I, I never tell anybody don't get educated, but he might be better off just making money now. But delving into the corporate world, that's that's a part that that's just kind of a little. I mean, I think uh, it's foreign to me, so I can't really comment. It all but, depends. There, there's good corporate places. There's bad yeah. corporate places. Just like there's good people in private practice, there's bad people in private private practice. I kind of went the other way. I said, buckle down and get through it. And then when the wife finishes OMFS, you can do a good old down home mom and pop branch or a mom and pop version of Clear Choice. Sure. Yeah. And that would be badass. That That's not a bad way to go at all. You could design it. You can do all those designs digitally in ExoCAD, at least according mm-hmm. to the videos that, that ExoCademy has. Yeah. So you're not going to do any lab work. All Most of any of those centers that are like all on four centric centers, uh-huh. they all have in-house lab techs. Mm-hmm. That'd be a sweet deal. And to not have to like deal with a corporate part of... So he's already got some experience with corporate, which I, uh-huh. I kind of read before. He could take some of that corporate experience yeah. in, into sort of their own clear choice kind of thing. So I, I say buckle up and, and get through it. You say work and do CE. Well, I, I just think that the, the day of... Uh, the the super GP is 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 here yeah. or arriving, and you know if if money's no object, then yeah, go ahead and keep taking the CE and and, and get your your certificate as a pros. Um, but if you know you got to put some I, food on the table, then I think it fine. all depends on the program. If the program is like True. progressive and you're going to be get to do a lot of stuff, and you, they have a bunch of scanners and they have mills and you're yeah. milling out stuff and designing and all that kind of stuff, I think do it. If it's like an yeah. old fashioned, you know, nathologic, prosthodontic, classically trained prosthodontic program, then I would say mm, I better shit to do than flask a denture. Right. At- so I guess it depends on what's going on in Michigan there. And, and as far as being boring, you can work on that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Although I, I don't know if it's necessarily. I, I just wouldn't describe prosthodontists as boring. I just. Well, it's the prosthodontists that I know aren't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the ones I. I hey, you want to say anal? Great, like okay, absolutely. Yeah, yeah duh. Detail oriented <laughs> to a fault? Yes, a hundred percent. I don't know if I'd say boring though. No, I know some no. prosthodontists that leave some pretty glamorous lives. Yeah. 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 All right, so Tyler, Lance says one thing, I say something else. Flip a <laughs> coin. Flip a coin. <laughs> and either way, either way, man, just ride that meal ticket. You just take care of Mrs., man. Take care of Mrs. Make sure she's happy, you know. For sure. Happy wife, happy life. Take care of her. Do what she needs. Pick up her dry cleaning. Have dinner on the table. All that stuff, man. It, it Life will be good. You, anything you want to do, life will be good. Yeah. You won the lottery already, but brother. Yeah. Won the lottery. All righty, on to question two. Jonathan asks, about a month out from graduation, and I'm curious about supplies. Is there anything from your dental school equipment kits that you saved or wish you'd saved that has been valuable in practice after? <laughs> Lance, I'm going to read in between some lines here. And I'm just, okay. It, I'm spitballing. I just have... I, I When I read this question, I got just a little... I gut instinct telling me this. Okay. Jonathan wants to steal some shit from the dental school, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're talking about here, isn't it? <laughs> he's asking what to steal. He got the key to the dispensary. He's, yeah. he's already, yeah. He's ready for like a dental school heist. I think what, so. what would you heist from dental school, Lance? Oh, God. Um, impression material is pretty. That was on my list. Yeah. Yeah. That was on my list, especially because you know dental school use good impression material. They always do. Yeah. So it's going to be like an Aquasil or something like that. Right, right. That temp material looks a temp. Temp material is on there, too. That was was next on my list. Okay. You know what kind of surprises me is how expensive they are and how free-flowing they were in dental school? Finishing Mm. burrs. Yeah. Finishing burrs are... 
like six or seven dollars each. Yeah. And in dental school, we had like a tackle box, like <laughs> right. with a little. It was sort of these little cubby holes. And there was just like two hundred seventy-four four burrs in there. Had I known yeah. that that was like a thousand dollars worth of burr, yeah, I would have loaded up with those. I'd still It'd be, be like using that those. Claw, the, the, that little amusement park game <laughs> where you're trying to get the get the stuffed animal, and you're just going down there and take a big old handful. Yes, absolutely. There's five hundred dollars in my hand right there. Uh, Who knew? Triad. Do you remember Triad? Yeah. Triad's expensive. Like yeah. per sheet, that stuff's expensive. Yeah. So I would take that. I'd, I'd load up on that. What else you think you could get away with? Cavatrons, uh, I bet they're like, Cavatrons, I bet they sort of control serial numbers, hand pieces, I'm sure, well, articulators. The, the Cavatron itself, but the tips. The tips. The, the inserts that you're using yes. to sterilizing each time, that, that's a shit ton of money. Absolutely. Any instrument like that, man. Yeah, yeah. Any forceps. Forceps are especially good, like Carl Schumacher forceps. Oh, God, if you got Schumacher, you went to a really plus, school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we got the shit from uh, Home Depot. They, they said, that, that's kind of like a forcep. <laughs> channel locks. <laughs> yeah. You can be around yours. Uh, we have channel locks. <laughs> Hope it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, challenge accepted. Hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So instruments, any instrument you can you can get away with. It's not going to yeah. like be linked back to you. Anything you know, stuff that you can put in your pockets, or if you have to keister it, fine. Yeah, I, I wonder if they're going to start having metal detectors now. They probably should after this they, episode. They should TSA you on the way out. I would guess. I don't. I don't yeah. care about the way in. It's the way well, out. It's, at the graduation ceremony, you're going there. They're giving you the diploma, and then they they, they frisk they, you. They wand you down <laughs> just to make sure. No, they have you bend over, and they they, they check it all. What? Um, yeah, hand pieces. I'm sure are probably pretty tightly regulated yeah, from a they're, serial they're number and all that. So that's going to be out. You know what? The, you guys, you know what else? We, we had to buy our own hand pieces. You, you guys okay? Had- no, we rented. Oh, God, you guys are so smart there. We're yeah, stupid but in Oregon. Y- you rented unless you lost it. And so there was <laughs> definitely like, you know, it gets to be like April of senior their- year and you've got to turn all your stuff in. And if you don't have that, if it's gone missing, you owe, you know, whatever, $1,500. You all got or we had to buy our own gold when we made our crowns. We had to buy the uh, the drams and then we or whatever. And then uh, the penny weights <laughs> and things. And then... Um, once you cast your gold, you had to go back in and turn it in, and uh, any any wrong amount of gold, you had to pay the difference. And uh, one girl, just, the the crucible wasn't set right. And oh, it went everywhere. she's wasted, and she's like scraping it all up oh, off the ground. Oh my god, we felt so. Bad. It ended up in like a thousand dollar mistake right there. Oh, it was it was. We felt bad, but we didn't help. Yeah, I mean, she'd have to be pretty hot for you to jump in on that one. Exactly. Um. What else would I want from you can't, the I mean, any equipment's going to be kind of off, yeah. off, uh, off the the list just because of they're gonna they're gonna track that. Yeah. It, you know what else is pretty expensive are like enhance points, like those kind of polishing points. Right, right. Those are like a dollar plus a piece. That's right. So as much of those as you can stash. Um, that's that covers the big ticket I, items. Yeah, I think the rest of it's going to be negligible. So yeah, you knock yourself out at, at the supply chain. Supply yeah, definitely there. loading up your pockets. Yeah, and make it a daily sure. thing. If you do it all at yeah, once, no, it's yeah, too you obvious. Do, it, it's like Shawshank. You remember in Shawshank where like right. he he you know it was all that dirt from the tunnel that he that he dug. But it was like over twenty years. It's just like a handful a day that he's he's taken out to the yard. Uh-huh. That's it. That's how you you have, you have to do this over a you know three four five six week period just a little yeah. a day and by yep. the time you get done with that you're going to have a nice little stash of stuff now here's the problem is that this is what happens to every person who graduates dental school is you graduate dental school and there's some kind of wait for you to start practicing whether it's a yeah. license thing or waiting for reb or whatever licensing exam or it's a yep. state thing or whatever and you get desperate at some point because you can't start working yet Mm-hmm. And you just start selling all your shit like a crack, like like a in a a person who's addicted to crack that would sell their body on the street. That's how mm-hmm. you start. Just any you know, 
stuff going on eBay. Our friend Anthony Gonzalez posted uh-huh. up a little something the other day. He was in negotiations with a hygiene uh, student graduating for her instrument kits, and they had agreed on a price, and then she backed out because she got like a penny more from somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just becomes like it just becomes the worst version of dental eBay you can find. Right. So try to resist that and save it because at some point you're going to need it. And then the problem is then you're going to work for someone else, and you don't really want to like do them any favors by right. giving them free stuff. So you kind of get in, in between a pickle. Like what I would do is is hold on to all your finishing birds, all the stuff that doesn't have an expiration date, and then sell like the impression material. Mm-hmm. Oh, endophiles. We forgot endophiles. Oh, shit. Yeah, that, those are Like a six-pack or whatever, a pack of Pro Taper, the whole series or whatever, 45 bucks. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, get, yeah crack down on, on some endophiles if you can. Yeah, that's worth the keystring. Yeah, they're small. And, and keyster them in the package. Oh, oh God. Because well, you yeah. don't want to deal with, like, <laughs> counting and, like, Abrasions. oh, man. Like, I got the <laughs> SX... And the S1, I don't see S2. Oh, there's F1. There's F2. Yeah, you don't I'm want the heads from. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to deal with that. So, so no. leave them in the package if you're going to keister them. The, the PVS, <laughs> the provisional material, you sell that stuff. Right. But, you know, get, get a good price for it. Um, for yeah, sure. That's, that's the deal. That's the heist right there. That is the heist. Um, let's see here. Question three. You ready for some Reddit? Reddit! I am always ready for some Reddit. This one's an interesting one. This one isn't perverted, really. No, then maybe not. Yeah, it's just, it's an interesting <laughs> one. So okay. question question three comes from Reddit user Fleora. Flyora, something like that. Okay. F-L-Y-O-R-R-A. And Flyora asks, can a clean create holes? Hi. <laughs> Years ago, I had my teeth cleaned. And what happened was, I got two holes in my front teeth. It was a rush job done by a government service dentist. I don't go there anymore. I go to normal hygienist now. I'm not sure if holes were from the clean or I had fillings that came out. I suspect it was from the clean, and it made me angry. It's my precious two front teeth, upper. I got fillings now, but I was told if I didn't get fillings, I need root canals. My teeth are fucked, and it's sad for me. Can a clean make holes if it was a rush job? Lance, can a clean create holes? Can a clean make holes? Uh, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say just say no, but I. I'm all about the education for the patients. Uh, I'm I'm crazy this way. I created a whole bunch of PowerPoint presentations to explain the basic shit that people just don't seem to understand when you use the words that come out of my mouth. I think your next video that you need to do should be, no, a clean cannot make holes. (laughs) I did make one. So this guy calls back and he says, that hygienist made holes in my teeth. And so I, I... I made a PowerPoint to explain to him those holes are the interproximal black triangles because you're fucked up. Yeah, you got perio. Yeah, perio. We cleaned you up. Now you, you're just not used to actually feeling the, the anatomy of your damn teeth. And your sensitivity is because you, you finally took that layer of insulating calculus and now uh, you actually can feel things. So, um, no. We However, have, we maybe have, there were fillings there that it popped out. I don't know, but well, the, yeah. So are, he he does say that, but what what gets me about this is this is similar to the. Do you remember the calling in sick versus calling out sick debate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And since like I've seen other people say calling out sick. Okay. I've never heard somebody call it a clean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a cleaning. Who right. calls it a clean? Uh, well, clean okay. is a v- adjective and a verb, but it's not a noun. Cleaning, I guess, a cleaning is a noun, but it's also a verb. Well, that that would be a gerund. Okay, yeah, we're. I am. I am <laughs> out kicking my grammar coverage on this okay. one. <laughs> What's a gerund? I remember that, I remember that word, but I don't remember what it was. All right. So a gerund is when a verb acts as a noun. So like running, 
would be a gerund because running is fun. Well, the running is a verb, but it's also or run to run would be the verb. But running, okay, so a cleaning is, is a gerund, but okay. a clean is insanity. Yeah, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, government employees at their finest. This person was a U.S. government employee. Uh huh. It was a, a quote. It was a rush job done by a government service dentist. Yeah. Can a clean create holes? <laughs> I also like how they start the post with hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hey, girl. <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like this one. And, and he goes a little like Will Smith here. Years ago, I had my teeth clean. And what had happened was <laughs> he kind of goes into that. <laughs> what had happened was I got two holes in my front teeth. Um, I love the what had happened. Uh, I I can't get enough of what had happened. Um, <laughs> it was a rush job. A rush job to me seems like it's less likely to create holes in your teeth. Right, right. Than that... someone taking a time like with a cavatron, just really gouging out on like fragile enamel or something like that. Right. Like well, somebody's and, and got I, a little recession or something, and they've got a little soft root exposed. And if you worked on that with a cavitron long enough, you could create a cavitation or whatever. But the rust job is like, no way. They're barely cavitroning a little lower front tooth tartar off and then polishing. Like, that yeah. ain't create hole. If anything, that, that hole stay fill. Yeah, this had to be. This has to be. There were fillings there that fell out. I mean, and what what I mean, we've probably all had this happen where someone says, "Yeah, my they, the hygienist made my crown come off." Well, no, if my hygienist was able to scale, yeah, enough it was ready pressure, to come off. Something yeah, yeah. was wrong with this. For sure. Thank but, God it came off. Yeah, I, I can see like it. It infuriates me when it happens. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not happy. Yeah. Because it just doesn't look good, and and you and I both know that's that the hygienist it was already loose, or there's already an issue with it, or whatever. But right. uh-huh. it's an optic situation with the patient. Yeah, it's totally an optic situation. I I have a a friend named Eric Rindler who's a periodontist, and he lectures on some oh, perio so stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Gonna, <laughs> do you know how much pissed off mail we're gonna get about from periodontists? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, for the record, no, he's not. That's Lance's opinion. He's not mine. Uh, Lance and I do not agree on that. I do think we have to start the show off with the disclaimer? Are wonderful people. I think they're amazing. Um, and he has a joke in his lecture about he talked like he's talking about grafting. A joke on prosthodontist? No, I, I mean I'm, I'm sure there's some of those, but he's talking about grafting and like if somebody has a class five composite that was done over a big defect, a big soft tissue defect, you're going to graft over it. You remove the composite like down mm-hmm. to the CEJ, like anything below the CEJ you take off. And okay. he says, you know, we we have this really great uh, uh, rest, uh, restoration removable instrument restoration removal instrument in our office called a dental hygienist and that's sort of a zing <laughs> at hygienist for getting class fives to come out it's almost always class fives they are. um so that had to have been what happened here right a class five i, I think so <laughs> what i suspect it was from the clean and it made me angry it's my precious two front teeth upper Front teeth upper is very strange. I got fillings now, but I was told if I didn't get fillings, I'd need root canals. Isn't that true of every filling we do? Technically? Um, yeah. Even uh, the smallest, most incipient decay. At some point, it may be 60 years from now. At some point, you'll need a root canal if you don't get that done. Right? Yeah. All I know is their teeth are fucked and it's sad for them. That's what they said. <laughs> Is it, though? Because this happened years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So and years you're just later, now you probably, thinking about it. You're just now turning to Reddit for your advice. To ask, right. <laughs> I also love how, as government I don't go there anymore. I go to a normal hygienist now. Right. Was, the, was the one, the one before wasn't a normal one? 
they were they, did they have pseudo bulbar affect? Like what was not normal <laughs> about that hygienist? Or that's yeah. very interesting. Let me see if I can get some info on Flyora here. Okay. Um. They're active in uh, subreddit legal advice. Uh oh. Subreddit antinatalism. I don't know what that means. What? Okay. What is antinatalism? You're just pissed. You were born. I don't know what that even means. Let's let's just Google that term. Antinatalism. Antinatalism is a philosophical position that assigns a negative value to birth. Antinatalists argue that people should refrain from procreation because it is a it is immoral. <laughs> like fucking hell. Well, that's an interesting stance. <laughs> okay, well that explains a lot about that Reddit post. Someone who really wishes they were never born. That it's not ethical to procreate. Man, wow. that's, that is a interesting uh, take on that one. Um, wow. Okay. Hmm. Where were I? Where, where, where were I? Um, <laughs> a- anti-consumption. Uh, they're active in that one. Let's see what that, I'm assuming that's about like anti-consumption. They hate tuberculosis? Anti-con is a sub for criticizing and questioning current consumption standards. Oh, this is about just like, I was thinking of like like alcohol consumption or marijuana, but it's like anything. Consumerism. Don't be a glutton? Yeah, okay. economic yeah. materialism, inefficiency. This guy has some interesting takes on the world, Lance. Huh. Uh, oh, he's also active in subreddit of depression. Uh, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, um, surprise. Ask feminists and abortion. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a man. Huh? Was there any? Were, were there any gender pronouns in there? I didn't catch one. Flayori, can I? Hi, uh, you're having. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. There's no. So it could. It could be. It could be a woman. Um, there were no gender profiles in there or no gender pronouns. Um, yeah, this is interesting. This person obviously has some, some interesting viewpoints. This person very possibly could live in Washington state, Lance. (laughs) That's very likely. Oh, is the Reddit birthday is on April 5th, 2018. He's been on Reddit for like three weeks. (laughs) Calm down, buddy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Calm down. Oh, let's see. He has a post talking about how he's never had a credit card. He's 34 years old. Or I keep saying he. That they are 34 years old. They live in Australia and they've never had a credit card. Um, huh. Which is interesting. So, yeah, this is definitely kind of an off-the-grid kind of person. Uh-huh. Um, and they I think that any type of... Man. Wow. Okay. Any type of birth is immoral. Wow. So all you people that have had babies, this person thinks you're immoral. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, you all suck. Wait. That makes me. Okay. Oh, this is not good, Lance. I don't even know if I should read this. <laughs> I can edit this out. Oh, God. I think we got to leave it in. Because I just, okay. I have to tell the full story. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, Lance. Ethically. This is grim. Okay. There's a subreddit called Time to Go. Oh. The information on the subreddit is, the subreddit info, a place for people who have, for one reason or another, decided that it's time for them to end their life, where they can share their thoughts and feelings with other like-minded folks. So, Flyora posted a month ago, going to work makes me suicidal can't make ends meet, working hard for minimum wage, I'm 34. I feel really bad now that we've been ragging on this person, um, and this person obviously needs some help. Flayora, like, talk to somebody, my man or my my lady, whichever you are. Um, 
I find so that was like their first one of their first posts on Reddit. Oh, okay. And I guess I guess they're feeling better because now they're talking about the hole in the teeth from okay. the clean. So I guess they're doing a little better because they're you know, like Andrea knows I'm feeling better when I start complaining again. Like if <laughs> like when I went through my funk or whatever a few months ago. Uh huh. When I started complaining about whatever, that's when she's like, "Oh, you're feeling better because you're you're bitching and moaning about something." Because you so, at least care, yeah. Yeah, right. So, I you know I guess okay. we're I guess we're doing better. So so good on you, Flyora. Get get some help. Stay out of that subreddit. That's a horrible subreddit to go into. Wow, did Kavorkian start that one? I, how is that even? I I hear all the time about. Subreddits getting deleted, like oh. you know, like the there used to be like subreddits on revenge porn and that kind of stuff. Oh wow! And like and the what was the PizzaGate thing, you know? And then they they Reddit deleted the 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 Trump one um, because of kind of hate speech that was being thrown on there. Reddit, get rid of the one about for people talking about how they're going to commit suicide. How about that one? Wow. There, and there's nothing on here about. Any suicide prevention hotline phone numbers or anything? I feel like that should be sort of pinned to the top. Yeah, you'd think pin a top. Yeah, that just out of get some ethics. help. Yeah, man, I, I am reading the titles on these posts and and it is grim, Lance. I, I got to get out of this. This oh, is yeah. this is Back not out. good. Reddit, I'm pleading with you, Reddit. You got to wow. get rid of that subreddit. Time to go. This serves, this serves nobody any purpose whatsoever. Wow, nobody any purpose. Man, this is bad news. This wow, is bad this, news, Bears. Yeah, this episode went real dark. Yes, and and I don't like it. <laughs> well, this is supposed to be a comedy show, right? <laughs> Jesus, nothing funnier than people on the internet killing themselves. Yeah. Oh, this is what we get for digging. I, maybe we should stop digging into these people. Probably. But it's like I have to know more about them sometimes, you know? Well, sometimes it makes sense to, to know where it's coming from. This yeah. one turned bad. This one took a wrong turn onto a street that we didn't want to go down, Lance. Uh-huh. But I just felt like I couldn't in good conscience not at least bring that up because we can't... You know, if anything, we're transparent. Yeah. And so... Man. Hmm. Lance, make a joke about this. Come on. Come up with something. I can't. <laughs> that's, uh, I'm um, stuck. Yeah. I, that's, that's one of those kind of jokes where no matter how funny it might be, it's, someone's yeah, going to no, be pissed off. Yeah. They, you're going to piss off more than just the periodontist. <laughs> if you, exactly. Exactly. And again, totally again, for any periodontist listening, <laughs> Lance and I do not share the opinion. <laughs> About Paradonis? That's a, oh, it's a, a Lance Timmerman production. That that is there's n- had nothing to do with me. Prosthodontist, especially prosthodontists and faculty of dental schools. You want to get at me because I'm saying that pretty much all pros on faculty of dental schools are pains in the asses. Fine, I, I I can handle I can handle that heat. What I cannot handle is a ton of periodontists emailing me <laughs> about how we called them the p word, which I did not use. I <clears throat> I would not use that word periodontist. I think you're heroes. I thank God that you're around. Wow, um, you were so, sucking up so uh, hard. I, absolutely. Wow. Some of my best friends are periodontists. Uh huh. Oh, good for you. Man, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, Lance, I think that's going to about do it. It probably should be. <laughs> yeah, it really should. Um, so we gave away some T-shirts last week, and Damn. one of the names I pulled out, uh, Missy, asked for a size medium T-shirt, and neither of us have a medium anymore. I think we only have like two mediums printed up, mm-hmm. because I think partially because I assumed that the demographic of this podcast would skew towards fatter people uh and specifically yeah. fat dudes like i just figured right. this would be a more male-centric fat dude mm-hmm. podcast so i'm gonna have to order a couple of medium t-shirts so missy i will order a couple t-shirts uh i'll get some i'll get some mediums in uh and so it's just gonna be a little bit of a couple week delay or whatever i'll mm-hmm. get them to you zach got me his t-shirt size i've got one of those um so i will send that out um but missy it's gonna take it's gonna take a couple weeks for me to get you get you that medium um, so sorry about that. 
Lance, did you try to shoehorn yourself into a medium shirt? I was trying so damn hard. And you ripped it. That's what the problem was. A little bit. I looked like the Hulk, you know, trying to... Or Chris Farley, fat man in a little coat. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't even try that. It, I just... I, yeah. I, I don't need to body shame myself anymore. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Time. Motto of my yeah. life. Oh, well. Well, Lance, I think that's going to about do it. Uh, we okay. want to remind our listeners to share with your friends. Um, you know, if you enjoy this, chances are someone you know might enjoy this too. So pass it on. Um, we got a message uh, from somebody this week um, who said, hey, someone told me about your podcast and trying to figure out which one, which episode to listen to. Uh, so that was great. Uh, yeah. So we appreciate that. Tell your friends. Uh, it's hard to build an audience, man. It's just like it's hard to build a practice. It, it's 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 word of mouth. It's one it's one mouth and one ear at a time, and that kind of sounds a little dirty. And I didn't mean it that way. I meant <laughs> just from a referral standpoint, not licking and sucking on one another's ear. Uh, so yeah, just tell your friends and try not to think about licking in their ear in a sexual fashion when you do it. <laughs> Make sure you rate and review uh, on uh, on iTunes, ideally. I think that's the best one. But wherever you listen, uh, if you listen on Stitcher, fine. If you listen on Google Play, fine. If you listen on Podbean, fine. Um, I've been having problems with my Apple Podcast app lately. Oh, yeah? It just it just like crashes, and it and if you do one thing wrong, like one thing it doesn't want you to do, then it will just keep crashing on you, and it just will punish do you that for life. over and over and over and over for in, until like you just don't try to open it for like an hour, and it'll come back. So I found this other app called Podbean, okay. uh, and Podbean is where I go when my podcast app crashes. And every time I open Podbean, all I can think about in my head is flicking the Podbean. Are you familiar <laughs> with that term, flicking the bean? It's a no. euphemism for, for masturbation for females. And no, I just I've keep never. thinking of flicking the Podbean. Every not. time I open it, I'm like, yeah, flicking the Podbean. Pretty sweet. <laughs> so anyway, so rate us on Podbean Diddle if you're skittle. listening to us on Podbean. Uh, that, would, uh, that would be great. Um, you can hit us up on the web. Uh, www.workinginterferences.com You can find us on all the social bullshits and Alan Mead had texted me this week and he said you're right about the the social bullshits and uh, it is man Facebook, Twitter, Instagram it's all bullshit man but the problem is it's all bullshit I'm addicted to kind of sort of and so I can't stop it man I can't quit I can't quit I can't quit uh, so it's, but it's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what, what's the deal this week? What did you hear? What word? No. Have, have you seen that about which word do you hear? Um, I, I played it earlier. Oh, uh, there was, I saw something earlier and there was, there were two words to choose from. I didn't yeah, bother it's, clicking. It's, it's Yanny or Laurel. Yeah. I figured it's clickbait and I just said, fuck it. No, I, I need you to listen to it and okay. tell me which one. I hear Laurel. Okay. And oh, the it, this is a like that. Do you remember that green dress, blue dress, dress thing? Yeah, yeah. That one you could at least like squint your eyes and see the other one. Okay. This one I listen to and I'm like, there is no way that sounds like Annie. There's no way it doesn't okay. happen. All right. So I think people are just making it up. Asshole. <clears throat> so I hear Laurel. I want to know what you hear, Lance. Okay. Uh, everybody else out there, I want to know what you hear. Honestly, I don't really give a shit. So you can flood <laughs> us with it or not. I don't really care because I know it's Laurel. It's not Yanny. There's no possible way it's Yanny. Um, so don't even lie and say it's Yanny. I just know okay. it's going to happen. So All right. uh, hit us up on Facebook, uh, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Hit us up on Instagram at Winterferences. Hit us up on Twitter at Winterferences. Lance, it's your turn for a song, I think. Yes, it is. It is. So, um, how far would you travel to go hear uh, an artist play in concert? I, that's a good question. I'm actually flying to L.A. Okay. the first part of June to hear Lord Huron, one of my favorite bands. Okay. So, how that's three-hour flight, and I would say 1,500 miles. Okay. All right. So, it, I, it just depends on who it was. Exactly. Exactly. The, the artist itself, you, for... If they're significant in some way. So last June, my wife and I flew to London to go to Hull. We drove up to Hull, England to see 
Paul Heaton is the, was the lead singer of the House Martins, and then he be, he went solo, or he went to the Beautiful South, and then he was solo. So he, he was doing a solo act. But the Beautiful South was a, a influential. It's kind of like your Andrew McMahon. He did the soundtrack okay. to your dating Andrew. Yeah. And so the Beautiful South were uh, kind of at their peak. They they were huge in in England, but not really well known in America. So they kind of gave up after th- like three albums and just said, "Ah, fuck America," and then they're just big in, big in the UK. So um, I thought I the House Martins in 1986 actually had a number one song right around Christmas time with uh, the Caravan of Love. So anybody that was around then and into the music might recognize them as the House Martins. House Martins broke up. Um, one guy went. Uh, Norman Cook became Fatboy Slim. And, oh wow! Uh, okay, I know him. Yeah, and then Paul Heaton went to the Beautiful South and um, was a co-headliner with uh, different people. So uh, I'm looking thought, at a picture of the House Martins, okay. and they're the most English, <laughs> like yeah. 90s, 80s, yeah. 80, like late 80s, early yeah. 90s English. If you looked up stock photo images of late 80s English dudes, this is what would show up. Yeah. So House Martins, their big hit was uh, Happy Hour. You know, Caravan of Love was number one, but Happy Hour is still on like movie soundtracks and stuff like that every once in a while. So, But I, what I thought I'd do is uh, I would use Woman in the Wall from the, the first Beautiful South album. Woman in the Wall. Yeah, this guy knocked a, uh, killed his wife and uh, put her in the wall. That... <laughs> Goes along with the horrifying darkness of this episode where we figured, delve you know deep into antinatalism and suicide and uh-huh. now putting a woman in a wall. Yeah. And good job, actually. I, I like synchronicity and we did go. this episode is dark yes. and has some synchronicity and I think that's cool. So I'm going to have to listen to, I'm going to start with Happy Hour because you said that's like kind of their hit that I may yeah. recognize, right? Yeah. Okay. Again, once again, Lance pulls a band who I just all could be made up. He he could have submitted this Wikipedia four minutes ago, knowing that I would search for it and would go to Wikipedia to find it. This could all be fake. So um, we'll find out if this is real when I listen to the show and see if there's actually <laughs> a song, a at, the song at the end. Yeah, which is most times when Lance picks a song. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> so this is uh, this is the House Martins. Um, no, it's beautiful South. Oh, sorry, Beautiful South. Um, man, I'm confused. This is like a good Game of Thrones here. Like a who's bit, in, yeah. Who's yeah. in house? What you know, one, yeah. one thing or another. Um, Gryffindor. So this, yes, this is the Beautiful South <laughs> uh, for Lance Timmerman. I'm Joshua Austin. Peace.